The following is an exclusive presentation of the Southwest Georgia Network. Welcome to the High School Football Roundup Podcast, an inside listen on high school football in Southwest Georgia, only on the Southwest Georgia Network. Welcome back to another episode of the High School Football Roundup Podcast here on the Southwest Georgia Network. I'm Walter Johnson, and it's the week of Monday, November 8th, 2021. And a quick reminder before getting started to go to the Southwest Georgia Network website at southwestgeorgianetwork.com and also follow on Twitter at SWJ Network for the latest breaking news of all things, not only high school football, but other high school sports as well, including basketball. Speaking of which, the regular season for high school basketball at least in the GHSA, starts on Friday, November 12th of 2021. And also, go to uh, the high school, uh, you also listen to the High School Football Roundup podcast on Anchor, on anchor.fm, or at anchor.fm, forward slash SWJ Network, that's anchor.fm, forward slash SWJ Network, and also listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And let's see, the regular season is over, and playoffs, playoff action is here. It's just getting closer and closer and closer. So, in the, so at this point in the season, so it's either win or go home. It's a one-game season. So the goal for the teams that are still playing or have made it to the playoffs is that you know the goal going forward is to go one and zero every week until they're the last team standing on that stage at Center Park, other uh, at Center Park Credit Union Stadium. In Atlanta for the JHSA Championships or at Mercer University's uh, five-star stadium in Macon for the GISA uh, State Championship Games. So, obviously a lot to talk about on this week's program in addition to, you know, previewing the, the playoff games. Also, going through some of the reclassification in the what impact it will have on schools in the Southwest Georgia network coverage area. So I think what I'll do for this week's episode is to not only um, go through some of the classifications in um, in um, and involving teams in the Southwest Georgia coverage area, the teams that have made the playoffs and who they'll be facing in the first round or opening round uh, this week, but also and uh, provide some commentary on on uh, where some of the current teams in, the, in their current regions will go as far as reclassification in uh, 2022 and 2023 as far as uh, football seasons are concerned. So it's time to get right to it. And let's start in Class 7A in uh in the Region 178 champion, Lounge Vikings, 
And we'll be the number one seed and we'll host Harrison. And the winner of that game will face the winner of the Cherokee Norcross game. And the number two seeded Caldwell County Packers will be home at the Hog Pen, Matt Tharp Stadium in Moultrie, playing host to the Walton Raiders up in, out of Marietta, Georgia. Walton's the number three seed out of the Region 37A. And oh, another thing to add here, well, Matt, well, I'm talking about who's who, who's playing where. And uh, this first week of the playoffs, Region 1 is playing Region, the teams from Region 1 will be playing against Region 3 in the first round of the playoffs. Also, 2 will face 4, teams from Region 3 face teams from Region 4, uh, as well as 5 against 7, 6 against 8. So, now I've gotten that out of the way. We're going to continue with the Class 7A. Number three seed at Tiff County will make the long trip up I-75 into Marietta, Georgia to face the Marietta Blue Devils. So it'll be a battle of Blue Devils. And the winner of the Walton Colquitt County game will face the winner of the Alpharetta Archer game. The winner of the Tiff County Marietta game will face either Duluth or Milton. And finally, just to be fair, the number four seeded Camden County Wildcats from uh, in the extreme southeastern corner of Georgia, and, uh, just above the Florida border, the Camden County Wildcats will be on the road as well, facing North Cobb. And as promised, and uh, looking through the reclassification, going in order of reclassification count and starting Class 7A, Lowndes has 3,295 students, including 108 out of zone. Uh, so Lowndes will, and Lowndes is easily the largest uh, school here in uh, outside the metro Atlanta area as far as enrollment goes. So Lowndes will stay in Class 7A and joining the Vikings in the largest classification of the GHSA. Will be Candom County, Colquitt County, and Valdosta. And um, Valdosta was in 6A for the last six seasons, including recently, including their recently completed 2021 season, which the Wildcats finished four and six, and were ineligible for the playoffs because of uh, GHSA rules violations that were discovered uh, earlier this year. So, you know, we have uh, talked about um, talked about the Valdosta's uh, troubles, and uh, talked about Valdosta's troubles uh, in previous episodes of the High School Football Roundup podcast. And I'm not going to get into that uh, again. And so you got Lowndes, Camden County, Colgate County, and Valdosta. In uh, class seven uh, A in region, so, so that'll be the likely makeup of a uh, region one seven A in Richmond Hill, and uh, would be the fifth school and likely be the fifth school in region one seven A in Richmond Hills, just south of Savannah, and uh, I see uh, Richmond Hills one of the only 
five schools outside the metro Atlanta area, which seems to be a growing metro Atlanta area. They'll be part of a they'll be part of a class seven A starting in twenty twenty two and then this will industry classifications effective for the 2022-2023 as well as the 2023-2024 academic years. So it looks like your proposed region looks like the proposed region 17A will consist of Lowndes, Canham County, Colgate County, Richmond Hill, Valosta, barring any successful appeals by some of these schools and uh, and another which brings up another quick reminder and the deadline to for schools to submit their appeals will be at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday November 9th 2021 so by the time uh, by the time uh, anyone uh, you know Listen to this podcast by the time they by the time they hear this and uh, this episode or whenever they're listening to this and uh and uh, the deadline will have already come and gone if it hasn't already so be, so in uh so if uh, Richmond Hill ends up in class seven a at least, uh, at least Candom County won't be quite as lonely for so many years. Candom County's been isolated in Region Seven A, you know, isolated from all the Metro Atlanta area school, isolated from all the other schools down in, along the Georgia coast, you know, in the southeastern Georgia, southeast Georgia, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. And I'm going to move on to Class 6A. Again, only the games involving teams in our coverage area. And the Lee County Trojans, who won the Region 16A championship for the fifth straight season, dating back to that first back to back state championship season in 2017, will be at home on Saturday, hosting the Grovetown Warriors out of Grovetown, Georgia. Located just west of Augusta. And uh, the winner of the Grovetown Lee County game will face the winner of the South Paulding Cambridge game in second round next week, this Saturday, November 13th. And, and yeah, on the other two teams in Region uh, 16A are both in the middle Georgia area. The number two seed north side of Eagles out of Warner Robins will host Lake Side of Evans out of Evans, Georgia. And the number three seeded Houston County Bears will travel to Evans, Georgia in Columbia County to face Evans. And Alcovey has the number one team the region three six eight champions. We'll get a first round bye. And automatically advance to the second round. Again, since Valdosta is ineligible for the playoffs in uh, 2021. So yeah, that will be so Lee County. So again, so quick look at the 
one class six A, and uh, number three seed from Region One, Houston County, is at uh, Region Three, number two seed Evans. Region Three, number three seed, Lakeside of Evans, is at Region Two, number one seed, Northside of Warner Robins, and finally the number four seed, Grovetown, will be at the uh, Region One, number one seed, Lee County. So the Trojans will be playing at Trojan Field in Leesburg on Saturday. And uh, kickoff time is still, uh, obviously, will be announced very soon. So and, uh, how about looking at uh, the Class 6A numbers quickly in um, Houston County has the second largest enrollment in. In the, in the likely new look Region 16A in 2022, 2,464 students, according to the, and the, according to the local, according to the enrollment figures provided by the GHSA, 2,464 students, 200 out of zone. And the Tiff County Blue Devils, after spending so many so many years in the largest classification, then back to was like um. I think when AAA was the largest classification, and then it was like 4A, or Quad A by 1978, and then it was 5A in 2000, and 6A as of, I mean, 6A like around 2014 or so, and 7A as of 2016, and Tiff County will drop down from 7, class 7A to class 7, class 7A to Class 6A, so the Tiff County Blue Devils in Tifton, Georgia, having 2,445 uh, students total with 87 out of the zone. So Houston County and Tiff County will join the following other schools in in uh, Region 16A. And uh, Thomas County Central will be in there, thanks to. 355 out of zone students out of 2,175 total. And Grovetown, who will face Lee County this Saturday, has the exact same amount of students, 2,175. Uh, however, Grovetown only has 2,175 students. And uh, rounding out the potential new look, Region 16A got veterans with 2,001 students and Lee County with 1,946. So Lee County will be one of the, you know, Lee County will remain in 6A for at least the next two years. And it's clearly, it clearly has, well, it has, clearly has the third smallest enrollment of a, of all the schools in Class 6A, and Marist of Atlanta, currently a 4A school, got bumped up two spots to Class 6A, just like Thomas County Central. So, and Marist was one of eight private schools to uh, make the jump. And, uh, and Marist was one of six, private, eight private schools mainly in the metro Atlanta area to make the jump for the, you know, in, up in classification. 
and more in the private schools uh, close to home later in this episode. So please stick around. So Region 16A's, uh, Region 16A will look this way. Again, going in the order of uh, of uh, the reclass of the final reclassification count. Got Houston County in there, Tiff County, Thomas County Central, making the move up two spots from Class 4A, as well as uh, Northside. You see, it's, again, it's Houston County, Tiff County, Northside of Warner Robins, Thomas County Central, then Veterans in another. Warner Robins area or Middle Georgia area school, and then finally Lee County. So, an already tough region will get even tougher these next couple of years. So, and Lee County has won five straight region titles. So, at least, um, at least, um, for Lee County, I mean, they're. Travel budget, um, uh, I mean, they're, I mean, um, and the traveling will be quite as strenuous, I mean, and as far as region play goes, I mean, you know, you have to travel up, you travel north, up into the Warner Robins area, or Houston County, to the, or south, towards Valdosta. Yes, I think region 16A, We'll get even tougher. Okay, moving right along to Class 4A, since there are no current Class 5A teams in the Southwest Georgia Network coverage area. And how about the Class 4A bracket? Starting with the number one seeded Bainbridge Bearcats. And the Bearcats won six in a row after a one and three start. And the Bearcats open the first round, hosting Islands out of Savannah. Islands finished as the number four seed in Region Three. Is the number four team? It'll be the number Islands is the number four seed in Region Three, Quad A. And the winner of Bainbridge and Islands will host, or will play against the winner at Fayette County Northwest Whitfield. And. Also, the number two seeded Cairo Serve Makers, and uh, we just went. We're just two and three. We're just two and two. We're they're even at five hundred at two and two in our region games, but they finish four and one in Region One Four A play. And the Serve Makers will host New Hampstead. Uh, another one of those four teams from the Savannah area. Or the Savannah Base Region for three quad A or four A, and, and so if Cairo were to win that game, they would face the winner of the Hampton Cedar Town game up in Cedar Town, Georgia, and the number three seeded Darty Trojans from here in Albany will travel to Savannah to face Jenkins. And Darty finished the regular season at eight and two overall, as well as three and two in region three quad region one quad A or one four A. And it was uh and that three and two mark in region one four A play was good enough for 
third place for the Trojans. And and Darty's uh, eight wins came after going winless in a pandemic uh, shortened season at the uh, 0 5. And so, with the, should Darty um, defeat Jenkins on the road? They will face the winner of Central Carrollton out of Carrollton, Georgia, and Riverdale. And so, say Darty wins, and then Central Carrollton knocks off Riverdale. And Darty would be home for the second round, but when the thing goes, first things first, I mean, Darty has to take care of business. Darty has to go, go to Jenkins up in Savannah, get the victory, get the job done up there, and then look for hope that Central Carroll out of Carrollton, Georgia, pulls off the upset over the Region 5 4A champion Riverdale Raiders out of Riverdale, Georgia, just south of Atlanta. And lastly, the number four seeded Thomas County Central Yellow Jackets. We'll also travel to Savannah to face the Benedictine Cadets, ranked uh, as high as number three in the state for most of the season. And Benedictine was the team that ended Cairo's season in the second round last season. And say, and obviously, Yellow, and Yellow Jackets. Started the season with two straight losses, 0-2, and then with a five straight wins, including a, an upset win over defending Class AA state champion Callaway, who knocked off Fitzgerald to win, win on Class AA last season. And then and then TCC, sadly, has lost three in a row. And they had a lead against Cairo, 13 to nothing, only to lose. 14 to 13, and and the thing was that uh, you know Thomas K Central came in ranked eighth in Class 4A, according to Atlanta Journal Constitution Georgia High School Football Daily Poll. And then Cairo rallied for that 13 to zip lead, pull off the upset 14 to 13, and then then gave Bamber and then TCC gave Bainbridge all it can handle before losing. As it was a uh, thirty-one to seven. It was like a seventeen-point win for Bainbridge, and then last uh, week, last Friday, November fifth, against Darty Humo Stadium in Albany, and the uh, Yellow Jackets jumped out to a fifteen-point lead. We wanted to see the Trojans, the Darty Trojans, reel off twenty-three points the rest of the way, and uh, twenty-three to fifteen loss. So Thomas County Central obviously will have its work cut out for it, taking on Benedictine, and the winner of that game will face the winner at the Heritage Catusa Luella contest up in Luella, Georgia, in Henry County. So and you're looking at class four A, I mean this is where where uh, things you just get interesting as far as uh this is where things uh and then this is where the questions about um, uh, which uh, teams uh, should end up where, as far as um, as far as uh, the class, where is uh, not just so much the class, not just the classification, but also 
as far as the region is concerned. In Westover, with 1,453 4, 1, students, and I think it's 52 out of zone, not 51. Obviously, um, obviously some kind of typo as far as the out of zone enrollment. You know, it's Westover from from Albany, and Westover State Class 4A, and Cairo and Bainbridge will also. Stay in uh, class 4A. So, I think uh, maybe so in addition to Westover from here in Albany, Bainbridge and Cairo are also expected to stay in class 4A. And, and, and the other two schools for winning the Darty County School System in Albany. The Darty Trojans and Monroe Tornadoes will drop down to class triple uh, A. <laughs> so, you know, just looking at, I mean, so just looking at that region. So, um, Westover, Cambridge, and Bainbridge can end up in the same situation there. They found themselves in from uh, 2016 to about 2019. And end up in a region with a with uh, some schools and some of the schools either in Columbus or, or they can end up in a region with uh, schools in Macon. It's in the in class AAA. I mean, Darty and Monroe can end up in a region with Carver, Columbus, or Crisp County, Sumter County. And then, of course, you know, also Thomasville, Thomasville Bulldogs. And uh, we'll move up from, we'll move up from uh, class double uh, A, class triple A when you're through in not only the Addisone students, also those multipliers. So, you know, Monroe and Doherty here in Albany, as well as Thomasville. Also end up in a region with a Sumter County, Crisp County, Carver, Columbus, and maybe some other schools in Columbus. So I mean the details are still yet to be worked out here. And then they got another Columbus school in Kendrick. That's moved into class uh triple A. And then uh it seems like uh I mean um you know, a lot of, uh, I think, the Darty County School System uh, Athletics Department led by Athletics Director Leah Henry probably spent the last several years, obviously spent the last several years trying to get Darty, Monroe, and Westover in the same region um, to be broken up again, more than likely, barring a successful appeal. So obviously, I mean, putting that 3.0 multiplier as opposed to the 2.0 multiplier of, uh, of past uh, years. So a lot of the team at schools went up and uh, went end up uh, playing in uh, entirely different regions, entirely different leagues uh, next season. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes.
and again in the deadline for uh, teams to appeal their uh, classification placements will be on Tuesday, November 9th, 2021-2021 at 11am Eastern Standard Time. I think I think they'll hear the appeals the following day on Wednesday, November 10th of 2021. So, very important to keep in mind. And Class AAA, Crisp County Cougars, after an 0-3 start, and um, will air the playoffs as the Region 2 AAA champion and the number one seed. And the Cougars finished the 2021 regular season at 7-0 Region 2 AAA play and 7-3 overall. And the Crisp County Cougars will host Harlem from just outside the Augusta area in the first round. And should the Cougars beat Harlem, they'll face the winner of the Adairsville-Oconee County game. And Oconee County handed uh, Thomasville its only uh, loss of the 2021 season. So that could be a scary uh, second-round matchup for Crisp County should they get by Harlem in the first round. And how about the other schools? And uh, in Region 2, and uh, Peach County, the number two seed out of Region 2 AAA, will host the three seed out of Region 4. That would be Morgan County out of Madison, Georgia. So the Morgan County team will be heading all the way down the middle of Georgia. And the winner of the Morgan Peach game will face the winner. Of North Mary and Monroe area out of Monroe, Georgia. This Monroe area is not to be confused with Monroe High School here in Albany. And, and by the way, the the high school football roundup podcast, the very po- the very uh, podcast or content you're listening to right now is based in uh, Albany, Georgia, and. Uh, and produce this podcast, record and produce this podcast from Albany, Georgia every week. Again, Peach County's at Morgan County with the winner facing North Murrow. North Murray, I should say. The winner of the Morgan County-Peach County game will face the winner of North Murray and Monroe area next weekend. And the number... And you got the number three-seeded, uh, if I can find it, number three-seeded Mary Persons Bulldogs uh, for Sife, Georgia, will travel to Waynesboro, Georgia, to do battle with the Burke County Bears, where that game will face the winner of Stevens County Rock Mart. And finally, got the number four seed in... In Region 2 AAA, the Jackson Red Devils out of Jackson, Georgia, traveling to Thompson, Georgia, to take on the Thompson Bulldogs, the Jackson Red Devils, versus the Thompson Bulldogs. And the winner of that game will face the winner of the Hart County Ringgold game up in Ringgold, Georgia. And that's in the northwest corner of the state. 
very close to Chattanooga, Tennessee. So, and um, so once again, the so the Region Two versus Region Four matchups in Class AAA, and uh, Jackson's at Thompson, Mary Persons is at Burke County, Morgan County visits Peach County, and finally the number one seeded Crisp County Cougars are at home against Harlem, and. Going to class AA. And the number one seeded Thomasville Bulldogs will play host to the Washington County Golden Hawks out of Sandersville, Georgia. And Thomasville finished the regular season at 9 1 overall and undefeated in Region 1 AA at 5 0. And their only regular season loss, is, as I mentioned earlier, came against Taconi County. And the winner of the Washington County Thomasville game will face the winner of the Hurt County Dayton County game. So Hurt County, number three seed out of Region Five, and Dayton County is the two seed out of Region Seven. And the Fitzgerald Purple Hurricanes will be the number two seed in Region One AA, and will host Dodge County out of Eastman, Georgia. And that's a rematch of a, of an earlier contest during the regular season. It's like in the third and fourth game of the regular season. And Fitzgerald beat Dodge County earlier in the season. And the two teams will meet again this Friday. Only this time, however, and the winner of that game will advance to the second round next Friday, November 19th. And the winner of the Dodge County-Fitzgerald game will face the winner at Bremen and Fanning County, up in McKaysville, Georgia. We up in the North Georgia Mountains. And the number three seed in Region 1 AA will be the Cook Hornets from Adel, Adel, Georgia. And, and the Hornets will make the long trip up I-75 into Macon to face Northeast. And finally, the number four seed in Early County Bobcats from Blakely, Georgia. We'll travel to Cochran, Georgia to face Blackley County. And Early County is the number three seed in Region 1AA, upset Putnam County in the first round last year. And then the number four seed, Blackley County, upset the, the number one seed in, uh, in AA. And uh, last year, I think it was Vidalia. And uh, I think uh, Blackley upset Vidalia and the Region 2 AA champions in the first round last year. And Blakely County earned a trip down to, down to Blakely to face Early County. And then Blakely won easily over Early to advance to the second round. I mean, that the third round or quarterfinal round last year. Yes, I mean, I mean, uh, Blackley County won very easily over Vidalia, fifty-six to fifteen in the first round, and then came down to Blakely. Blackley County won easily, just absolutely, just absolutely ran all over Vidalia, fifty-six to fifteen, and then 
came down to Blakely and uh, blasted Early County, 41 to seven in the second round. And Blakely season ended with a heartbreaking 27-24 loss at Raven, Raven County. Under uh, Raven County, and they got that good quarterback. You know, Gunnar Stockton already committed to the University of Georgia. And, uh, you know, I mean, his, uh, you know, has the hair of a former Clemson, now uh, Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, who played his high school football and up in uh, Cartersville, Georgia, at uh, Cartersville High, another team of Purple Hurricanes. And right uh, back to... This week, back to the this week's matchup between Buckley County, Early County, up in Cochrane, Georgia. I mean, so you have a very solid Early County, uh, solid. You got a solid Buckley County team that uh, that finished regular season unbeaten at ten and zero, uh, and now they're getting ready to face an Early County team that um. They came off a seven and three season last year in Early County, and uh, got the win over Putnam County. So the three seed in Region One on the roll road and blew out the number two seed in Region Two. I made that Region Four last year, and then and then lost and got blown out themselves by Blackley County. So Blackley County going to so early county from early county bobcats from blakely and uh, making the long trip to cochran to face uh blakely county and uh in this year's early county team was just four and five overall and two and three in region one double a however it was those two wins in in, in region play 17 to 15 over Berrien in overtime on October 15th, as well as 54, well as a 51, 54 to 31 win at Worth County just two weeks ago on October 29th that propelled the Bobcats into the Class AA playoffs. So obviously, Early County has its work cut for it, and Bobcats have the work cut for them. Trying to knock off the number three team in the state in Blackley County, so so the early county so the early county Blackley County winner will face the Callaway Pepperell winner playing at, uh, at Callaway Pepperell's playing at Callaway Callaway High School out of Hogan'sville, Georgia, in the western western part of the state, roughly halfway in between Atlanta and Columbus. So the early Blackley winner will face the Pepperell Callaway winner. So okay, quick review: who's playing who in Class AA? Early Blackley County. Early County's at Blackley County. Cooks at Northeast Macon. Dodge County visits Fitzgerald, and the Washington County Golden Hawks will head to Thomasville to take on the Region One AA champion Bulldogs, and. And a quick overview of, um, of the reclassification within Class AA. And um, 
looks like it'll be a four-team region in uh, in Region One AA in 2022. Got Cook. We'll stay in there for just 930 students. We're 20 of those out of the zone. And Berrien is next, and followed by Worth County and Fitzgerald, and then got Early County. Dropping down the class single A as if you're in joining Region 1 with the likes of a with the likes of a uh, Miller County, Mitchell County, Pelham, Seminole County, Terrell County, as if that region isn't already uh, crowded as it is. And uh, Region 1 single A and also, say, say Calhoun County decides to, decides to come back and play 11-man football next season. And, uh, and uh, they, would, um, they would join all those aforementioned schools. And, and how about Region 2, single A? And uh, while I'm thinking about it, and uh, Brooks County will stay in single A. And in uh, Irwin County, the two-time defending state single A public champions will be there. And see in Pelham, already mentioned Pelham in Region 1. See in Lear County will stay in Region 2, single A. And then St. Turner County will be there. Wilcox County, currently coming in Region 4, will stay in single A. So, I already mentioned Terrell County, another current Region 4 school in Dooley County, which is, um, so it looks like Class Single A is going to be very crowded. And moving on to Class Single A Public, and the quick, uh, you look at the Region 1 Single A lineup, and, uh, the Pelham Hornets, the Region 1 single A public champions, will host Scriven County with the winner in that game. Host the winner of the Chattahoochee County, Warren County game in Warrington, Georgia. And the number two seed will be the Mitchell County Eagles from Camilla, hosting McIntosh County Academy with the winner of that game. Hosting, playing against either Manchester, either Manchester or Georgia Military, and the winner of the McIntosh County Academy. Mitchell County game will face the winner of the Manchester Georgia military uh, game. And also the Terrell County Green Waves from, uh, from 20 miles northwest of Albany and Dawson will travel to Twin City, Georgia to face Emanuel County Institute or ECI for short. And the winner of that game will face the winner of the Crawford County Macon County game. In Montezuma, Georgia. And lastly, number four seed Seminole County from the southwestern corner of the state will travel to make a long trip into east central Georgia to face the Metter Tigers. Metter Tigers, and the winner of that game will face the winner of the Ace Charter Shalai County game up in Ellaville, Georgia. In Shalai County, finished regular season 9 and 1. And one of Shalai County's victories. Came against the Deerfield Windsor Knights here in Albany. 
and more on Deerfield, Windsor, and uh, their future. And uh, right toward the end of this uh, episode, and the winner of the Seminole County game will face the winner of East Charter in Schley County. So, a quick review of the Region 1 versus Region 3 matchups in Class Single A Public. Started with Seminole County at Metter, Terrell County at ECI or Emanuel County Institute, McIntosh County Academy, facing Mitchell County at Centennial Stadium in Camilla, and finally, the Scriven County Gamecocks from Sylvania, Georgia, and the East Central part of the state will make the long trip down to Southwest Georgia to face the Pelham Hornets. And how about the Region 2 versus Region 4 matchups in Single A Public? And uh, Single A Public. And back to back two time defending state champion Irwin County will be at home against Johnson County. And the alma mater of former Georgia Bulldogs great Herschel Walker, who's originally from Wrightsville, Georgia. And the winner of the Johnson County Irwin County game will face the winner of the Mount Zion O'Carroll Lincoln County game. And, uh, and that's in the. And also, the number two seed will be the Brooks County Trojans from Quitman, Georgia, hosting Montgomery County. And the winner of that game will face the winner of Gordon Lee, Washington, Wilkes up in Washington, Georgia. That's in eastern Georgia, northeast Georgia. And. And the number three seed in Region 2 Single-A Public will be the Turner County Titans. And they'll travel up to Dublin, Georgia to face the Dublin Irish. And the winner of that game will face either Commerce or Bowden. And that game will be played in Bowden. And finally, the number four seed will be in Region 2 will be Charlton County. And, and the Charlton County squad We'll travel to Wilcox. We'll travel to Rochelle, Georgia, to face the Wilcox County Patriots. And the winner of Charlton and Wilcox will face the winner of the Social Circle Tryon game. And a quick reminder: in uh, all the games in Class Six A, and single, let's see, quick reminder: in all first round playoff games in Classes Seven A, Five A. 4A, AAA, and AA will be played on Friday, November 12th, while the first round games in classes 6A and single A public and single A private will be played on Saturday, November 13th, 2021. And the reason, reason why, reason for those Saturday games in 6A and uh, class single A Public as well as private is uh, because of uh because the GHSA wants to wants to make sure all officials are certified to to officiate all, all the games that are being played. Try to try to get those hours in. I mean it is like the thing goes, it is what it is. And speaking of single A private in the just last week, 
and uh, Deerfield Windsor, as well as the, well as their uh, other rivals that are currently in Region One Single A Private, announced in a press release that they would leave uh, the GHSA, return to the GISA in 2022, and with uh, Deerfield Windsor losing 41 to 11 to Stratford last week. And uh, their run, Deerfield Windsor's run as a member of the GHSA has come to an end. And uh, and the main reason all six of those schools decided to return to the GISA and, uh, and their concerns regarding their concerns as far as uh, as far as the treatment of the public schools have been concerned, obviously, you know, obviously they've been disappointed uh, of how the public school, I mean, the private school teams have been uh, treated, especially with the uh, largest private schools within the GHSA, including uh, including familiar pro familiar uh, schools or schools like Blessed Trinity. Maris and St. Pius all being moved up into larger classifications. I think St. Pius was like in was 4A for so many years and he moved up into 7A. I think Maris was uh, moved up from 4A to 6A. I think, I think Blessed Trinity, I think, got moved up as well. And uh, obviously that's um, obvious and 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 most of the GHSA's membership is a public school, so there are only a handful of uh, private schools within the GHSA as members, including uh, small schools like uh, Deerfield Windsor here in Albany. So it'll be interesting to see how things go going forward as uh, Deerfield and and those other schools. Make the move into GI into the GISA. You know, going forward, and, uh, and before moving on, um, in addition to Deerfield, and uh, the five other schools that currently make up uh, GHSA Region One Single Private are First Presbyterian Day, Mount Sales, Stratford, and Tenton Square, only making as well as Strong Rock Christian School in Locust Grove, Georgia. Southern Henry County, about almost an hour southeast of Atlanta, maybe a little bit longer because of the traffic in the metro Atlanta area, and the vehicle traffic that is. And go ahead and wrap things up with the with uh, the GISA playoffs and starting class AAA. And John Millage is the, out of Milledgeville, Georgia, is the number one seed, and they'll face the winner between uh, face the winner of the Bethlehem Bullock game. Bullock spelled B-U-L-L-O-C-H. So Beth Bethlehem's the eighth seed, and Bullock's the ninth seed. And where in that game will face John Millage up in Milledgeville next week. Miss Milledgeville, Georgia, the home of John Millage. Once again, John Millage will host the winner of the Bethlehem Bullock game on Friday, November 19th. 
and the Tiff Area Panthers from Tiff County under head coach Eric Soliday will host Frederica, the four seed, on November 19th. So the winner of that game will go to the semifinals on Black Friday, November 26th. And the Southland Raiders, the Golden Raiders of Southland Academy out of Americas will be the number seven seed and will host the Valwood Valiants from just outside of Valdosta. And, and where that game will host number two seed Pinewood, number six seed Brookwood from Thomasville will head up to Perry, Georgia to face Wetsfield. And where that game will face either Pinewood, Southland, or Valwood in Class AA. And, and both uh, teams from Class AA, Terrell Academy in Southwest Georgia, may have advanced in Class AA. And the number two seed Terrell Academy Eagles from Dawson, Georgia, under head coach Bill Murdoch will host number seven seed Augusta Prep. And the winner of that game will face the winner of Briarwood and Edmund Burke. And that's Friday. First round Friday or quarter piles Friday number 19th and the Southwest Georgia Academy USGA Warriors from Damascus, Georgia. We the number five seed and travel to Eatonton, Georgia to face Gatewood and the winner of that game will face the winner in the game of the game between number one seed at Brentwood and number eight seed Robert Toombs and and see class single A. So Memorial Day is at John Hancock in Fullington uh, out of Pinehurst in Dooley County. We'll travel to Piedmont and we're in that game. We'll travel to Lowndes County in the tiny community of Dasher, Georgia to face Georgia Christian. And, and the eight-man uh, playoffs in the GISA and a couple of teams from our area have advanced and the, and the Crisp Academy Wildcats in Crisp County knocked off the number four seed Twigs Academy. And Crisp Academy will visit number one seed Windsor up in Macon. And the, uh, the number two seed Westwood Wildcats from Camilla got the other first round by out of six teams. And Westwood will host Westminster, who defeated Holy Spirit Prep. So we got the Crisp Academy Wildcats traveling to Macon to face Windsor. And the Westwood Wildcats, the number two seed at home against Westminster. So, one host five, two host three. So, that's going to do it for this episode of the High School Football Roundup Podcast. Uh, thank you for listening and bearing with me throughout the, this episode. And again, the Southwest Georgia Network is online southwestgeorgianetwork.com so listen to some previous episodes of the high school football roundup podcast uh, at southwestgeorgianetwork.com also follow on twitter at swj network for all things high school sports including uh, football and uh, other news that you might uh, use and also listen to the High School Football Roundup podcast and other content on uh, Anchor, anchor.fm forward slash SWJ Network. Again, that's Anchor forward slash SWJ Network and also on Spotify 
and wherever you get your podcast. I'm Walter Johnson saying, once again, thank you for listening. Have a good rest of your week. And for the teams that uh, made the playoffs, and may the best or your favorite team win, stay safe. God bless you, and goodbye as always. This has been an exclusive presentation of the Southwest Georgia Network. The Southwest Georgia Network is online at southwestgeorgianetwork.com and on Twitter at SWGA Network. Thanks for listening.